putting this dislike off. There we go. Before now, he just starts yelling at me. All right. Here. sexy music all the time for those on live you don't hear it eh? it's not sexy at all okay good morning good morning everyone welcome to the podcast the millionaire of the diamonds my name is maria mariano 38 years in multi-level company and i'm looking at the subject of today we're doing the book stephen covey the seven habits of highly effective people and right now we're covering habit number three so he talks about habits one two and three which is all about personal victory and in habit number three he talks about in the personal victory, our capacity to put first things first, first things first, first things first. Okay. Meaning you don't want to climb the ladder of success, right, Monique? We're all the way up. We're number one in the world. Like that sounds so good. But I have no husband. I have no kids that talk to me. I don't have any friends. So we call this climbing the ladder of success only to find out once you're on the top, you've put your ladder against the wrong wall. So I love the way he, he guides us through putting first things first. So today, we're going to be moving into quadrant two. It's only the beginning. Marie-Pierre, four more podcasts after tomorrow, I think, to cover quadrant two. Yeah, I think there's four more podcasts. Yeah, definitely, def definitely. So I'm hoping you're, you're leaning in and you're taking notes. It's not the first time I've done the book. It's not going to be the last time I will do the book. It's a work in progress. So it's getting, getting it in my mind first and then slowly applying it. Remember, life is not a revolution. It's an evolution. So if you take away 0.01% today, good job. Good job, everyone. Okay, so anything worthwhile, if you are doing this, you are busy. Okay, anything worthwhile. Okay. Quadrant two activities are clearly the heart of effective personal management. This is what where we want to be. It, it, it's, it's important. They're important tasks, but they're not urgent. Okay, they're important, not urgent. So yes, first things we need to put is to organize and exec execute around quadrant two. But it's not always easy, guys. I'm telling you, 38 years in multi-level ma uh, marketing business, it is not easy. The challenge is not to manage time, but to manage myself. Okay? It's not to manage time, but I've got to manage myself to do the first things first, right? In other words, time management is not really about efficiency, which I've always believed as a great leader, I should be very, very, very efficient. And I believe that for many, many years. So it stagnated my growth. So it's not about efficiency. It's getting more done in less time. It may actually mean accomplishing less because we think of as efficiency of getting more done, getting more done. And I was sharing with, the, with Sabrina in the pre-podcast. I said, you know, I'm phenomenal 
in one hour, how efficient I can be. Even when I'm cooking, Marie-Pierre, it's just people that watch me, they just can't believe how I can manage two, three recipes at the same time and within 90 minutes do a meal prep complete of the week. Okay. But is it really success? So it may actually mean doing a little bit less, right? So as the captain steering the ship of your own life, you have to build the skill of deciding when to say no and when to say yes. Oh, that magic word, no. Who has a, those, those on Zoom with me? Anybody have a hard time with the word no? I'm not the only one, eh, guys? Okay, I, like, I'm a yes girl. I say yes to everything. So that causes me sometimes a lot of problems, right? The key, according to Covey, lies in the two in, in, in quadrant two, the two concepts related to time, important, urgent, important, urgent, steering away from first generation of time management. Okay. So let's just recap first generation. First generation, what did it teach us? It doesn't, because what it taught us is list to do and notes, right? It didn't even recognize the concept of priorities. Okay. And that first generation, they didn't even recognize that. There was no connection on the list to do and my notes of my ultimate values and priorities in my life. The majority of my entire day was spent around doing things for other people. Notepads and list to do. It imposed, um, it imposed very little personal decision and actually put all the responsibility on my boss, on my husband, on my kids. You're like, what do you want me to do? My kids need me. This is what first generation did, okay? It gave us the feeling I'm not responsible for the result. I'm just executing the task. We need to steer away from second generation because what did second generation bring, bring us? Little control. Because you show up doesn't mean you're responsible. So what does that mean? It showed us how to plan a date, a time, and a place in our agenda. So, Monique, you would show up to the meeting, but you didn't participate in the meeting. Like right now we have people, oh, sorry, guys, for those that have the cameras off, okay? It's not intended for you. But I show up in a president's meeting, president's council meeting, but my camera is off. It doesn't mean because I've showed up that I'm responsible. So that's all it did. It made people show up and they believed they were committed and responsible because they showed up. So that's what the, the planning, weekly planning of activities did. Okay, there was no correlation between my priorities and my values. They were just schedule oriented. What happened with generation three now? Although it's a significant step forward, it still has its limitations. Okay, first, it limits my vision, okay? Daily planning misses the larger perspective, okay? Uh, and it doesn't question the importance of my activity in that third generation, my, like my personal mission statements, right? What about my roles? What about my goals? It basically prioritizes quadrants one and three. So up until prior to COVID, I would say I was definitely a generation three uh, planner. Definitely. I was uniquely in quadrants one and three. Although I knew, hang on, let me hit the hearts here. Look how focused I am. Let me hit the hearts on Podbeam. Did you guys hit the hearts? Give us those points there, okay? Although I knew 
that 80% of my business should have been around building relationship. I was walking fast, going nowhere. Like I could execute a mini jubilee that takes um, headquarters, a month of preparation, 50 people to plan it. We used to do it within four hours with less than 12 people. Like nobody was as efficient as us. Remember, Monique, we just put it all together. But that didn't mean that we were success. I mean, we were because we worked a lot. (laughs) But what it means is we were generally problem and crisis oriented. Okay. It lacked realism. A lot of us were overworked, creating a a tendency to overschedule, resulting in frustration. I mean, Marie-Pierre, you've witnessed how many times I got pissed off with people because they weren't going fast enough. You know, I'm this Italian and I just go faster than everybody else. Everybody would get me angry. So I, you know, I created a lot of frustration, a lot of stress, a lot of that. Do you remember Marie-Pierre? Do you remember? Okay. Uh, it's it, 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 it actually strains relationships than building them. Like I lost directors because they couldn't handle uh, that. They were never fast enough for me. It's not complicated. Monique, you didn't work for me with me in Montreal. So you didn't really get, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe if we went to an event in Ottawa, you might've felt that uh, you're not fast enough. <laughs> yes, you did. There you go. Okay. Because it's quad, it, it's, it's third generation. It's about efficiency. But efficiency doesn't build realism. It's it's kind of they walk, they see me walking and they go, oh shit, did I get everything done? What's she gonna say? Say that, see that I didn't get done or you know, anyways. Okay. So in conclusion, in conclusion, first generation is notepads and list to do, simply helps us not to forget. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you don't need notepads and list to do, but they've got to be aligned with fourth generation. Second generation is appointment books and calendars. It simply records future commitments. It gives you the sense that, oh, I'm committed, but you're not. You're just showing up. You're showing up dead brain. There you go. Okay. But of course, I need an appointment book. Like I have no choice, right? And third generation, those are planners and materials. Yes, it helps us to plan and prioritize, but it's only in quadrants one and three. Okay, remember quadrants one and three? So quadrant one, let me get back to here. Okay, give me a second. Quadrant one is urgent, important, and quadrant three is not important, but urgent. But it did not help me focus on not urgent, but important. That's where I need to be if I want to build a life worth, uh, not worth living, but a life worth of, of, of achieving other people's goals, because when you achieve your goals and your mission in life, I achieve mine, right? So um, uh, Brownie Wise always said in our training, in our philosophy, if you build the people, the people will build the business. So today we're going to cover with Marie-Pierre the first tools, which is a group of six tools she's going to cover too. So each generation has built on the existing fourth generation. We just have to decide now in the list to do what is an A, meaning it has to get done today. What is a B and what is a C? Once I've done that, then I have to look at my list to do. This is like going into fourth generation because you still need the list to do. Is who can I delegate these tasks to? So I can do just A. So example, 
as a business leader in my multi-level marketing business, my priority is building relationships. When people know how much I care, then they'll care to know how much I know to guide them to the next level. But you can't tell people how to go to the next level if they don't first see that you care about them. So that's my job. So this, I cannot have anybody replace. Every single day, I need to be talking at least to two people and more intentionally building relationship, right? It doesn't mean that I don't cook. It doesn't mean that groceries aren't done, but groceries are delegated. Yes, I cook because my family loves when mommy cooks, right? But there's a lot of it that are B's and C's that are delegated. So this is what we're going to be working with showing you the path with with Stephen Covey on how to stay focused in this quadrant two. And with my background, my knowledge in multi-level marketing, being married 34 years, three children, I'll be able to guide you realistically. Like that's what I was saying to Marie-Pierre. It's missing a little bit the context that, you know, we still need a list to do. We still need a planner a, a, a planner. We still need a calendar. I don't know about young moms if your children are in sports. I mean, if I didn't have that calendar, that planner, how do you think I would have remembered where to drive my kids? Anybody else stuck like me back in the days? That was me. So you still need it. But it's being focused on the vision, the mission, the roles and goals, priorities, plans, desires, and discipline. So take it away, Marie-Pia, my astronaut. There you go. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> thank you, Maria. Before I start with the, the tools and the criteria to have the great tool for Quadrant 2, I want to make sure that everyone share the podcast. So if you are on Podbean, of course, you want to share because at the end of the month, we do the draw for a conditioning program. So make sure to have the more hearts you can get in the month. So when you share, when you like the podcast with the heart that Maria loves so much, <laughs> make sure to share the podcast. And on Facebook, when you share, always add uh, a comment before so people will know exactly why you decide to share and why the you, you think people should listen to the podcast this morning. So thank you for sharing. If you didn't share, it's time to share everywhere. So yes, we, have, um, we want to uh, learn about the Quadrant 2 organizer. But we want to know exactly what is the criteria we need to have that great tool. So you will see that, yes, for each criteria, we already have something that we can use. But when we'll go a little bit further uh, this week and next week, now we'll have something that uh, they talk about in the book. So a great planner, a great organizer for the Quadrant 2. So the first two criteria that we will cover this morning is coherence and balance. So coherence suggests that there is harmony, unity, and integrity between your vision and your mission, your roles and goals, your priorities and plan, and your desire and discipline. So in your planner, there should be a place for your personal mission statement so that you can constantly refer to it. There's also need to be a place for your roles and for both short and long term. So now what do we have that we can use? For example, the conditioning program. So every morning we write our goal for the day, our goal for the week and our goal for the month. And each morning 
<laughs> we take the time to visualize our long-term goal every day. So, of course, the conditioning program is a great tool that you can use for um, really stay in quadrant two. So, if you are now in the third generation, maybe you have your to-do list, but you didn't write your vision first, you didn't write your mission first, so you don't have that vision in your mind when you write all your tasks, so you don't prioritize your tasks. So that's why we want to uh, have that criteria when you do your organizer for the week. The second criteria is balance. So your tool should help you to keep balance in your life, to identify your various roles and keep them right in front of you so that you don't neglect, <laughs> neglect important areas such as your health, your family, your professional preparation or your personal development. So many people seem to think that success in one area can compensate for failure in other areas of your life. But it can't. But maybe for a short period of time, yes, you can say, I need to focus on my professional now for a week. Okay, perfect. But in long term, that's not something that you can say, yes, I will be in success in my professional, but in my family, I talk to nobody. <laughs> you can just say I'm successful in one area in your life. So true effectiveness requires balance and your tool needs to help you create and maintain it. So for example, now what we can use when you have your agenda, agenda, your paper agenda, you can use color, different color for each area in your life. So you can have a color for your exercise in the morning or maybe it's at the end of the day but to make sure that your health is important in your agenda. You can have one color for all your personal development. So maybe one day is for reading, one day is for the podcast, one day is for uh, just meditation. So you can use one color for your personal development. You can have one color for your family time. So you make sure that you have time in your week for your family. You can have one for your work, your important meeting that you can't um, uh, place uh, anywhere else. So make sure that you have those tools. So that's what you have for now. And yes, tomorrow we'll go with the four uh, other criteria to create your tool. And next week we will have the great tool from <laughs> Stephen Covey that everything is one tool. Everything is there. <laughs> so we will... A little bit, a little bit, we'll go to that uh, tool that we can uh, use every week. I can't wait to get to that one big, great tool. So one of the things I would love for you to do today before we leave each other, and hopefully you'll join us tomorrow with, with number three, four, five, and six, is I need you to assess where you get to feel overwhelmed. Like, can you evaluate that? So because I have with me uh, directors, so I'm going to be speaking specifically to Laura and specifically to you, um, uh, Monique, like things like doing recognitions. That definitely you can analyze your list to do and say, well, this, I can hire somebody for this. How about groceries? Maybe not hire somebody, but maybe can you order them instead and stop saying, well, I like to challenge my phones 
Anyways, the lighting is so amazing in the grocery stores. Even when you choose them, you bring them home and you realize you didn't make the right choices. Anybody gone through that? I mean, I'm not the only one, right? Okay. Um, example, cleaning lady, cleaning men. Don't forget, there's a lot of cleaning men out there. Uh, maybe a housekeeper. There's a difference because a cleaner basically dusts, does the bathroom, uh, passes the vacuum cleaner and washes the floors. But a housekeeper actually does the laundry, the folding, the changing of the beds. So you need to evaluate, okay, according to your principles. So what are your principles? According to your personal mission, what is your personal mission? Once again, we can have, for those joining us for the very first time, you know that begin with the end in mind begins with a personal mission for yourself. So for me, Maria Mariano, my personal mission for Maria is to be an example of a career woman, mom, and still have a balanced life at home. This is what I've set myself as a personal mission because I want to set the example, especially for my girls, that they can go after their dreams, never thinking that going after their dreams, they can't have a family. There's a personal mission with my husband. I want to be able, example, to write a book because we come from two different backgrounds, you know, how to love each other for our differences and not how to have war, right? Example, you need to be focused on what's important. So what is important to you is eating at least one wow meal a week with your family important. Like for me, before it was every day, but now that the, the children are 26, 28, and 30, it's like one day a week, Saturday nights or Sunday mornings or Sunday nights is now the important element of family during the week. Example, you need, you need to figure out what is your PPC balance, the production and production capability. For those joining us for the first time, I love the visual of the goose who laid the golden eggs. Okay, so the goose is production and PC is the goose's capacity to lay the golden eggs, which is one a day. And remember what the farmer did? Because he got overly ambitious and greedy, he killed the goose. He says, why am I waiting for one egg a day? He thought by killing the goose, opening up the goose, he would have all the eggs, only to find out there's no eggs. So remember, our health is important. Okay, so if I don't take care of my health because I have no time, then guess what? When you take care of your health because now you're sick, You'll have no time to live your dream life. So that PPC balance, you're the goose. So production cap capacity, but also taking care of you. So all of this, yes, it's ambitious. You know, Stephen Covey says, yes, it's ambitious, but it's doable if we understand that everything happens in quadrant two. And of course, being in a podcast like today help us, helps us to stay aligned with quadrant two. Quadrant two. I was saying to Marie-Pierre, like for me, doing this segment for the person, the person that's helping out the most is not the podcasters. It's me. It's me that's working on this. So tomorrow, once again, it's going to be criteria three, four, five, and six. Today, just revisit how you are planning your days and week. And please arrive tomorrow with an assessment ahead of time. If you had full control, because you will have full control by the end of this book, what will you? What are you willing to change? So thank you for joining us. Have a fabulous Thursday, and God willing, we'll see each other tomorrow. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you. Ciao, everybody. Monique, see you later.